Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan one minute at a time. I am David Stoker. And I am Chris LaSalle. Welcome back, Chris LaSalle. Hello, David Stoker. How you doing? Good, good. We are ready to board the Starship Enterprise for another minute. Yes, sir. Or we're getting there. We're anyway. getting there. Almost there. So we are on minute number 26, and uh, this minute starts with uh, Terrell and Chekhov still doing their Wesley impersonation, <laughs> and it ends with Sulu. I'm delighted. Oh, my. He is delighted. It'll be nice so, to see when. Yeah, we, get a nice, uh, we get a nice uh, transition here from Menace to, uh, you know, the crew. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, and, and uh, I, I did uh, the the transition. I mean, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but the transition from <clears throat> Khan to Kirk um, uh, is accompanied by this music, this real uplifting kind of hopeful sense of wonder music, and yep. it like it's it's a it's really needed, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, because we've been we've been, we've through, been we just watched you know creatures go into people's ears and like totally freaked out with you know with con for the past few minutes ramping up all the tension so that kind of sense of wonder and like oh it's kirk again we're safe um oh yeah and even even uh you know the music in this minute when we're still with con it's still eerie mm. it's still you know when he he kneels down and you know that's that's better you know that's but the music behind him is still like it's like a scary you know, horror movie-esque, you know, note that, they, that they're playing there. And uh, he finally, uh, you know, gets them to calm down and, you know, why why are you here? He likes to, he, I, I, lo- I love, you know, his performances because, you know, he's, why are you here? And right. where am I? <laughs> I yeah. love the way he hits those. Uh, but, he's, but, I... he's, but he isn't sarcastic in this minute as we see. He's, he wants to find James Kirk, not Admiral Kirk. I had the same note. It was no no, sarcastic, no sarcastic Admiral. Yes, uh, and no T either. That's also rare when you hear. Yes, no James T. Kirk. Right. Yes. Um, so yeah, that was those were striking. And uh, although I wonder, I, and and again, looking at this minute in a minuscule way, I almost wonder if Maltabon. Uh, meant to say T. Kirk, but he kind of right. missed it. I, I could swear I almost saw like a hesitancy, like he almost goofed his lines but recovered, yeah. and he just, just said James Kirk. But I could, obviously, I'm looking at this frame by frame almost now. Um, but yeah, James Kirk. Yeah. No Admiral. Um, this is, uh, and then from here, you know, where am I, where am I, may I find James Kirk? And it cuts away. Yep. Uh, this actually is uh, kind of of note that this is the last the last scene on SETI Alpha 5 um, and the 
This is only one of two sets that Ricardo Montalban appears on in the movie. Right? He's at he's he's here in the cargo bays and then he's on the bridge of the Reliant. I don't think there's any other scenes that he's in. He doesn't we don't see him anywhere else, do we? We do not. And yeah. uh, that's a good point uh, that he um and we'll get into, you know, the Reliant set uh, you know, a little bit later and the intricacies with that. Because um, there's a lot going on with um, his performance on the Reliant as well, oh, yeah. but yeah, he's only um, he's only in the two two different sets. Well, I mean, yeah, two sets. Yeah, in the in the film, I think in the, yeah, in, the, in, the in the novelization, yeah. I think he he, he appears elsewhere. Um, but uh, yeah, so I just the, the striking moment or, or kind of a you know I don't know milestone. That's not the right word I'm looking for, but right. Uh, anyway, so yeah, um, between. Uh, I don't know if you had this uh, between uh, the cutaway from Where May I Find James Kirk and seeing Kirk. There's actually a cut scene um, that didn't make it, um, uh, which is back on the Reliant. Um, Kyle and Beach are, are still uh, fretting about the loss of communication with Terrell and Chekhov. Um, and I think just before they, they make a decision to, we need to go down there and check things out, Terrell... Yep. Uh, finally gets back in touch with a message that says they're beaming up with guests oh now is that in the is that in the book or is that just like uh part of the script that just didn't make it in both yep it's in the novelization and it's in the um uh it's in i think the shooting script okay yep and uh i forgot to mention that uh uh commander beach has a nickname stony oh my which i like I, i don't think i knew that is that from the book that's in the book yep okay (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so non-canonical again. Yes. So we can't call him Stony. I know, but in, in my heart now, he's always going to be Stony. Eh, he's still a moron. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's got to be. I, I I would imagine I would have actually liked to have seen that scene play out. Um, I don't know. I'm like, would that make for a better? I mean, we don't. We're sort of left hanging. Like, what happens to Chekhov and Terrell? Like. And Khan, like, clearly his he he's he he's he's getting off. Like that's the that's the end result here is he's going to use them somehow to get onto the Reliant. Yeah. But there's still that little bit of well, what happens to Jarrell and Chekhov? Like, does he escape and are they left there? And hmm. maybe maybe they left it out for a little bit of that uh, ambiguity. Maybe that's, <clears throat> that's true. Yeah, we're left. You're right. We're left hanging a little bit of a cliffhanger, right? Is right. He, is he just pumping him for information that's going to, you know, then ditch him? Um, uh, yeah, good, good point. That's a good point. Um, and I suppose it would have gotten, even if they left the scene in, it might have turned into kind of a boring, like, oh, they have guests. Do we have to beam them up and put them in quarantine and, blah, 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 you know, protocols right. and procedure? And yeah, that would have been, that would have kind of taken the fun away from it. Never mind. Yeah, I like it th- <laughs> yeah no, no, I like it this way where it's sort yeah. of like, um, I see where you're coming from, but I like this where it sort of ends and, you know, you have that transition right to, you know, right to Kirk. Like, yep. it's a great transition because he's, you know, he says, you know, tell me where to, where I may find, uh, you know, James Kirk. And then, sure enough, at that moment, we know where Kirk is. And there he is. He's got his spectacles on. He does. He's got his present from Dr. McCoy. Uh, and his present from Spock. And his present from Spock, yes. He's reading the book. Uh, which uh, just um, uh, noting, uh, he's about looks to me like that's a big book, right? He's probably like yes. maybe a quarter of the way through it. I'm guessing. I think it's worth noting because that book's right. going to appear more than once in the film. 
So do you think this is the day after, you know, McCoy comes over and uh, gives him the uh, the Romulan ale, and so they're a little hammered right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good question. I do have I do have uh, um, in the back of my head. I've I've got the questions about uh, timeline. Because we have we have right. we talked about star dates, we get a couple of star dates in the beginning of the movie, and I'm I'm, wait, I'm yep. waiting as we're going through the minutes, waiting for them to give us another star date so we can piece some stuff together. Right. Uh, so yeah, we learned we learned early on like things are happening simultaneously. That you know when she's taking the Kobayashi Maru test, yep. at this pretty much at the same time is when the Reliant is on City Alpha Five. So. Yep. He says, where's James C. Kirk? Like, are we supposed to believe that this is right after him saying that? Or is this their, their shuttle ride happening the same time that Terrell and Chekhov are, you know, getting the earworms? So No, I think it's. I think you're right. I think it's probably, like, at least the next day. Right. Right. And That's because Spock, they had the conference, Spock and, and Kirk had the conversation in the hallway that he had to go back to the Enterprise to get ready for um, his inspection. And then, right, yes. And then it's evening at Kirk's apartment. So, yeah, it makes sense that this would be... At least the next day. Right. Yeah. So he doesn't look worse for wear. He doesn't look too hungover. Nope. No, actually, it looks pretty pretty good. Yeah. I tried to figure out um, in the shot, the first shot shot of Kirk with the spectacles, which uh, I don't uh, I don't know if we were supposed to be like oh, Kirk looks old, but yeah, it doesn't bother me. No. I think it works for him. He's very he's a handsome man. <laughs> he, he he is a handsome man. He makes it work. Um, but no, I was where I was going with it was I was trying to look at the the shuttle interior and there's uh there's some kind of surprisingly a decoration on the wall behind him, um, but I cannot make it out which. Yeah, there's some sort of picture when you know uh, I was looking on one of my monitors and it's definitely got words in it. So that might be uh, you know we've been laxing on homework a little bit. So why don't oh, we give boy. ourselves a little bit of homework here right. and see if we can't find out what those uh, images are. Okay. Yeah, I need a. I think I need a big screen and the Blu-ray. Yes. To crank it up. Um, my my the only the only speculation I have is like oh maybe it says you know it's like it says Galileo right because that was the old remember the old shuttle names and yes on uh in the original series but I doubt that's what it is. Um. So yeah, so Kirk takes off his glasses and then I just want to take this moment to welcome everybody to Star Trek the Motion Picture Minute. <laughs> because here we are um we've talked about budget we're gonna hit on it more than uh, more than a, a few more times as we go through the through the show um uh as one of the cost saving measures for this 10 million dollar budgeted film um they reused footage from the motion picture we've already talked about regula um and the uh yep. the klingon i think they I don't remember if we talked about it, but the Klingon warbirds, uh, sorry, Klingon birds of prey. Yep. Um, uh, those were also reused uh, from the motion yep. picture. And now this, uh, the first shot we see the, of the, uh, the shuttle uh, approaching the space dock, um, which is uh, in orbit around Earth, which I have a question mark on. Um, that is straight out of the motion picture when Scotty and Kirk uh, head up to the Enterprise for the first time. But Scotty. I do. But, you mean Sulu and? No, I was just saying it's in. in oh, you mean picture. from the from the motion picture, right? Yes, yeah, yes, it was, yes. It was Scotty and, and Kirk in the motion picture. Yes, that's. Uh, nope, you are correct. Yes, yes. Um, but is that supposed to be Earth? Because 
I, that's what I, I, I would don't recognize figure because it at all. <laughs> well, they're in. I mean, we've we've determined that he's somewhere in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that would be my guess is that it's over Earth. Yes, I mean we see later um, in the later movies. There's an actual like giant, mm-hmm. you know, space dock like where the vessels go into. Right. But this is just sort of like a frame of almost like. You know, last minute repairs or last minute, you know, it doesn't need to go into space dock, but, you know, needs, uh, you know, some tuning up a little bit. Right. So it's sort of like the, you know, the Valvoline instant oil change here where the other one's like extended repair. <laughs> I like that because, you know, those those are actually questions I've had um, about that thing, you know, because more in the motion picture when you get a tour of it, right, when they fly right. around. But it, it just, it does. It just looks like a cage with a bunch of lights and there's really no infrastructure that you can tell you know like well what do the people do that do they work on it you know they're they're the people inside the space dock somewhere and like what does it what does it do um so i like that's my my guess it's sort of like you fly in you know a couple of the you know the the shuttles and stuff like that the cargoes you know loading up the you know the the necessities Mm -hmm. and that way it doesn't have to go in the dock and find a you know got to find a parking spot and you know it just sort of flies right through and boom, flies away maybe this is where they do the paint job it could be yeah, yeah maybe maybe they're touching up uh you know some of the the numbering and you know the 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 logo on the side right um so anyway so i'm going to keep count as we go through this uh at least through this um uh, the next probably 5 or 6 minutes we we have a lot of motion picture footage mm. uh so yes. this is this is shot one yes reused um and uh i i do like and this is probably just a compliment both to this movie and to the motion picture is you know, this first shot you get you could just barely make out the enterprise right mm. I, I think that's what's in there you know what i mean and right a, i like that i like that intro right we haven't seen the exterior of the enterprise yet um and, yeah, uh, we're just seeing we're, we're catching glimpses of bits and pieces of it. Yeah, there's also another shuttlecraft that's in this shot. Um, well, there's a couple of shuttlecrafts. There's one like when they originally you see it heading towards the cage, and it's sort of like flying by. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one when you get sort of a behind the view look. You see another shuttlecraft or another, I don't know, cargo container ship. It looks like a bus is what I thought it was. And, like this is where all the you know Admiral Kirk's got his own private. Shuttlecraft, you know, this is probably like jam packed with workers. So I'm gonna, so, so I'm gonna ask the question. Uh, we know why in the motion picture they had to take a shuttle. Was it because there were malfunctions with the transporter? Oh yes, right. Why is he taking a shuttle? <laughs> um, because for budgetary reasons, they had to reuse <laughs> this. For- <laughs> <laughs> although, although it does beg the question, yeah, wouldn't it have been cheaper budget-wise to beam them up? Is it for the – as we're going to see in the next minute, there's a little bit of pomp and mm. you know, there's a little bit of the, the tradition. Like yeah. when an admiral enters the ship, like is that the – is the that setup. the – is that the setup is because he's the admiral and this is the way when you do an inspection this is how you enter the ship and with the crew and you know the the fanfare and all that kind of stuff like is that tradition uh i'll give you i'll give it to you yeah i think that's a i think that's that's 
that makes sense. Yep. Um, although I think I, I think the other reason they're doing it is they're they're still introdu- reintroducing us to the Enterprise, right? They're giving her an entrance. Yep. Um, and it's you know slowly revealed uh, in a slightly different order than it was in the motion picture as far as what pieces you get to see first. Um, right. But the first, the next shot, the second shot that I've got listed here was you know when they now your camera's kind of in the dock, but it's it's behind the Enterprise, so you get you know you get a rear view, which is right. probably not its best angle, but it's still like oh there she is, right? Uh, it's a cool way to get get introduced you know start from the right. back and you know swing around um so i'm going to give you know give both directors that <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, um and uh, i think it's also too with seeing the you know seeing the enterprise like kind of this this shot where you know cameras in the dock with them and it gives us you know the dock a much bigger sense of scale you guys are like whoa yeah that thing yes. is huge wrap it's wrapped around the enterprise uh, oh yeah definitely you know when you see the yeah, the shuttle just the the little mini shuttle just sort of flying around. We sort of um, we sort of see how tiny that is. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the one thing that I'm going to bring up here is you know we constantly will bring up the reboot, and I think in that one I think they do a fantastic job of showing you the absolute scale of the Enterprise in terms of the shuttle because I think they actually take the shuttle and they fly in the back and then they sort of you sort of see like other shuttles in there so you sort of get more of a grandiose size that like wow this is a big ship here you know you see the little dinky sort of pod flying around and yes you get this sort of scale i think the reboot did it really well in terms of like holy crap that thing is riding right in the back of that and it's time that's a big shuttle because it's fitting all the the crew members but it's flying in and there are other shuttles in there of the same size right there's a parking lot in there yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah, that's one thing I guess I've always, I guess, you know, you never want to know too much, right? Because then it kind of takes away from things. But I think that's one thing that's always been fun about Star Trek overall. Yeah. Is, is I still couldn't tell you, you know, of all the movies and series that I've watched, I still couldn't quite tell you where everything is. You know, <laughs> I don't know where engineering is, although I think we yeah. learned, I think this movie, we learned a little bit more about where stuff is. Um Right. Is the bridge really at the very top, or is it somewhere down inside the saucer? And you know, there's never quite. Well, no, a, I think we, I think from the original TV show, from the original, very original pilot, I think they actually, I remember watching the black and white version of the the, the pilot where they come in over the top of the saucer, and it's sort of like a, you know, they the special effects back then were really bad, but you come in through the window and it sort of transitions, and you see the crew from overhead, so. Yeah, at that very top point, I believe is that's where the bridge is. Oh, it is okay, in the most vulnerable top of the dish. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Um, just aim for the top, little to the left. We're just a armchair quarterbacks here, right? And, and one thing <laughs> while while we're while we're reminiscing, so uh, I think one of my uh, in the original series um, that I always found fun is when you know when Scotty used to have to go up inside that tube. You know, he was always no, climbing. It was, a, it was at a kind of a weird steep angle, and you have to climb inside. Yeah. And futz around and stuff. I always thought he was climbing up inside one of the, the you know, the arms to the nacelles. Yes, that must be where <laughs> it is, right? They have a really steep angle, and um, <laughs> but anyway, always like that that tube. Thought it was cool. So let's see, what do we get? Uh, back into the shuttle, um, and uh, Kirk saying, "I hate inspections," and this is. 
when he says, hi, I hate inspections. Um, yep. This is shot number three um, that I think they did a good job with. They kind of, they did an insert here. You know, he's looking out the window and he sees the, you know, the, the dude floating upside down near the, yep. the shuttle bay. Um, and that whole, that whole thing, that whole shot is also from the motion picture, but they, right. I think they were clever the way they inserted it by having to look out the window. Uh, right. So well, we'll say the one thing they did better than the motion picture here mm-hmm. is you see a lot of the shots looking out, and then whenever we're looking in, it's we're looking in. We're not looking at the shuttle from the outside, and we can sort of see the window. We're sort of looking in the shuttle beyond that protective front part. Yeah. Because when you you mentioned it, Scotty and, and Kirk are in the shuttle. That I don't like that flying around in the shuttle where you can see them from the outside and it looks like a movie screen. Like oh, they've yeah. superimposed footage onto that green screen front of the. And I don't. I, that's one thing I don't like about that. Yeah, it's it is. I agree. It's awful. Uh, but uh, all right. So backing up a little bit, I, the, um, things going on inside the shuttle. Um, when Sulu says, you know, Admiral Kirk's party on final approach. Um, yep. What's what's Uhura doing? I don't know if you noticed. She's uh, she looks like she's working she's, on something. Um, she's just she, looking around. Uh, she's like casually got her arm on the back of the chair, but she's futzing around with something on a panel, and uh, mm-hmm. and she keeps looking. She's looking off in the distance, out in the opposite direction of where the Enterprise is. Well, maybe she's looking at the larger than life, uh, you know, hub where the other ships go. Oh, that we don't get to see maybe later. Until later. Maybe, or maybe a ship is, you know, getting ready to zoom into warp speed, and she sort of sees that. Mm, okay, yeah, that's true. There could be other traffic going on around. Um, or she's just looking at the scale of everything. I don't know. All right. <laughs> she's, just, she's just vegging out, looking out the window. Well, she is very relaxed. I mean, she is sort of just, you know, Sulu's pilot in the shuttle, and you know, he's the one that makes the call to say that, which you would think she would be the one to say, you know, yep. Enterprise, this is uh, Admiral Kirk's party. I mean, that's sort of her job. Right. And, you know, he sort of does it, and she's just sort of sitting back relaxing and taking in the spectacle. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah. be. And can I just, not to be not to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy, that, that shot... The meters are very poorly lit. You can barely see Kirk and McCoy in the back. Yeah, really. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm just being, yeah, I'm being overly critical. But I'm like, oh, that could have been lit better. Where was the lighting guy that day? And McCoy in the back. He's just he wants no part of anything. He's just sort of there. He's just window dressing at this point. Yeah, but that's sometimes that's a little to, to McCoy's character, right? There's sometimes he's like a. <laughs> He's, I'm sure he's not down with the pomp and circumstance. <laughs> uh, let's see. The other, the other one last note I had <clears throat> was um, the exchange between Sulu and the Enterprise. Uh, somebody says, "Enterprise welcomes you. Prepare for docking." Yeah. Uh, I I thought it sounded like Savic, uh, but way too friendly. <laughs> so I don't Ooh, think it's, I will have to. I'll have to go back and listen to that yeah, to see. It could be Kirstie Alley's voice, but the it certainly doesn't sound like a Vulcan saying it because it's very, uh, uh, well, you know, sunny. Lovely. Right. <laughs> yeah, she's not very friendly. No. Uh, anywho, uh, I think that's all the notes I had for this minute. How about you? 
I think we went over pretty much everything. I mean, there are some, you know, again, we're going to be those guys and we're going to talk about like, you know, the budgetary constraints that they had. And while the, there, this is very well done for the motion picture. There are some matting issues where you sort of see like the flashing of the shuttle and a little bit of glowing. And you, you figured they might've been able to clean that up a little, little bit. But the budget, man, the budget, the budget. I mean, if it, yeah, if they're reusing scenes from another <laughs> another film, maybe they didn't have enough to do some a little bit of cleanup here and there. They didn't. They didn't have George Lucas money at this point to right. Yeah, right. Swap, swap everything out. Although I do love a good mat line. I mean, I think it just of you know speaks of the age that we are, right? And the films that we grew up with. And oh yeah, definitely. I, I, I like mat lines. I just you know they're yeah they're there. They're a little kind of a bummer they take it takes it away a little bit but to me it's almost like well that's part of it you know like Mm. uh stop motion animation is part of you know clash of the titans or something like that you know i mean it's just it's not realistic but it's still you know part of the film and it makes you know part of the film's character so uh, okay i'll give you that i'll give it to you all right i'll get my t-shirt on that says i i heart matt lines All right, well, if you're looking for more information about the show, you can find us on WrathaconMinute.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. We're also on Facebook. And we're now like to introduce the Wrath of Con Listener Federation, which we started up and uh, as a, a group for uh, listeners and ourselves to have conversations about Star Trek II, the Wrath of Con, or Star Trek stuff in general. Uh, so we'd like you to uh, ask you to please join up and uh, join the conversation. And until then, we will be back on Friday here on the Wrath of Khan Minute.